From our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Welcome back to Total SF in Exile. Welcome back, Heather Knight, and happy Earth Day to you. <laughs> happy Earth Day. Uh, we are recording on um, Wednesday, right? I think that might be the right day. You've yeah, got a one I, in seven chance. Yeah, I, I lose track of days, and then I'm on vacation now, so I'm further. You're going to have to... You're like the least good vacationer because you're just working <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, we've already done like couple Zoom meetings today. So um, yeah, I am working too much, but it's on something fun. It's on our Inside Out exciting movie night, which we're going to talk about in the bulk of this podcast. But again, it's Wednesday. It's Earth Day. I wanted to ask you, Heather, what did you do for Earth Day? Anything special? I mostly worked, but then when I finished, my um, nine-year-old who just got a new bike for his coming birthday, an adult-sized bike he's very excited about, we rode up to Twin Peaks, the top of Twin Peaks on our bicycles from Glen Park, and I was very pleased with myself for not going into cardiac arrest. (laughs) Very nice. Twin Peaks, we have walked down it before. We took a scooter up for a 49-mile excursion. Um, How was it? No cars? Did you see any coyotes, other (laughs) wildlife? Um, How was the view? I did not see any wildlife, but it's so fun. We've been going up there a few times a week um, because it's reachable from our house. And so we've mostly been walking. This was my first bike ride up there. Lots of joggers, tons of skateboarders, um, walkers, bicyclists. Everybody is just enjoying the view. No cars, no car breaking thieves. It is so much better than usual. Super cool. I uh, I got on my bike. Um, I did a lot of cooking today, but I got on my bike and um, rode as close as I could get to San Francisco, and then took a couple photos and stuff. And um, and I was out at the Alameda Naval Base and riding my bike around and like just kind of having a moment a little bit because I'm like I'm feeling a little more connected to San Francisco, which I mm-hmm. think um, fits in with this movie night. We're gonna talk about it a lot. This is our pre-show. We're going to give a little bit of a preview of what it's going to be like. And uh, I'm just super excited, Heather. It keeps getting more and more fun. Yeah, our Saturday nights have been pretty dead as of late. So to actually have a plan for a Saturday night, it's very exciting. Yeah, we are guaranteeing you a good time. Um, Total SF movie night number five, Inside Out, Saturday night, April 25th. We will see you there. I'm Peter Hartlob. I'm Heather Knight. And this is Total SF. So movie night, Heather, on Saturday, April 25th, coming up just a few days away as we're recording this, and this keeps getting bigger and bigger. (laughs) It is super fun. Just to review the details for anybody who missed our previous 5,000 podcast episodes about this movie night, we are encouraging everybody to press play on Inside Out, 7 o'clock, Saturday, April 25th. But before that, we are encouraging you to make pizza, either with crazy vegetables like broccoli on it which is a famous scene from the movie or something that looks like san francisco you could make like a sutra tower pizza coit tower pizza golden gate bridge pizza surprise us delight us share your pictures on twitter with the hashtags sf ruins pizza 
and Total SF. We also want to see your pictures of pillow forts because we all need something comfy to watch the movie in. I am making my pillow fort early, so I will be sharing that on my Twitter feed. Um, try to give people a little bit of inspiration. Um, we had a meeting today. This started out, I should say, like it was you and me, and then we invited Audrey into it, and we thought it was just going to be this super informal thing. And the meetings in the Slack channels keep getting bigger and bigger for this. Yes, as they usually do with our projects, which means that we're on the right track when <laughs> other people are interested. But you got the most interesting phone call. So why don't you tell us what happened when you were shopping and your phone rang the other day? <laughs> I, I did. First, let me say that um, when we pitched this, um, you know, Disney is very hard to like get a movie from. They put all their stuff in the vault. Um, but they're very sensitive about their content. So when we pitch this thing, we're thinking, well, we're not making anybody pay for anything. There's nothing super official. But even just like having an Inside Out movie night and putting it out on Twitter, I was a little worried that I was going to get a call from Disney or the Chronicle would like, hey, you can't do that without permission. So I'm sitting around like waiting for that. Um, get a call from a local Pixar rep who I know from the movies and we have a relationship and she's like, Hey, how's it going? And kind of eases into it. Well, I heard about your movie night and I'm sitting there going, Oh, you know, blank. Yeah. Um, about 45 seconds into her story. So anyway, Pete doctor and Jonas Rivera are really stoked about it. <laughs> Pete so doctor cool. is the director of inside out who currently is like running Pixar um, he made Up, Inside Out, Monsters University, one of the first Pixar employees. And Jonas Rivera, who's been on my podcast, um, is a producer who works with Pete Doctor. And they're super stoked. And I'm going to be vague about this part because I'm afraid I'm going to jinx it and, you know, things fall through. But they may have a surprise for us um, in advance of this movie. And I am crazy stoked about it because you know how I stress about things, Heather. <laughs> yes. And I was like spending part of my vacation waiting for the hammer to fall. And the hammer did not fall. Like Pixar's totally stoked we're doing it. Found out kind of accidentally. I didn't tell them. And, uh, and they're really excited and kind of want to find a way to participate in a small way. So that's so cool. I cannot wait to see what they submit. Fingers crossed. At least they're not mad at us. Yeah, at least they're not mad. They're not suing <laughs> us. And like, so that this was is a win. Yeah, this is a win. Um, I'm really excited. I'm already seeing people sharing stuff. Um, I don't know what to expect. And that's kind of my favorite kind of project when yes. create creativity takes over. And, and I'm, I'm hoping that's what happens on Saturday. I haven't told you this yet, but I got an email from one of our Total SF fans today who, you know, we said to pick your favorite emotion of the five and Inside Out, and hers is Joy, and she rewrote Ode to Joy all about Inside Out and the Joy character. So I will forward that to you. Excellent. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I just saw uh, Alyssa McLean, a uh, longtime follower. I think she goes back to my parenting blog, like taking a photo of all the, like, greenest of vegetables <laughs> yes. that I think she had delivered. So <laughs> what are what are your plans? Are you pillow fording? Are you pizzaing, dressing up, all three? What are the Heather Knight plans for Inside Out? Definitely pizza for pizza fording. No, that doesn't make sense. I'm definitely pizza making and pillow forting. I don't really have a lot in the way of costumes. 
I don't think costume shops are open right now, but we'll see. I'm definitely doing the pillow fort and the pizza. Yeah, I, I've got the pillow fort going this week. Um, I think I'm going to work on it tomorrow and share it. I have a theme. Um, my biggest fear is that mine is going to be so cool that it makes people <laughs> just like give up on their pillow forts, and we don't Aww. want that. So if you're worried about that, don't look at my Twitter feed because my <laughs> pillow fort is going to be awesome. But what I'm hoping it does is people look at it and go, oh, okay, now I'm going to top that. Oh, you're yeah. going to do that. So, well, you're um, giving them a couple days' notice. Yeah, and my pillow fort, I will tell you, uh, no big surprise, you could have flipped a coin between Star Wars and Star Trek. <laughs> there is a Star Wars theme to my of pillow fort. Of course there is. Um, yeah, so super excited. I I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, you know, why we're doing this and, and how you're feeling right now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're in your home, you're writing your columns, but... How are you feeling about San Francisco and kind of your mission as a columnist and, and as a San Franciscan? I'm feeling like my mission is more important than ever. Um, I'm finding so many more people are following our work, subscribing to The Chronicle, following us on Twitter and Instagram, and just seeming really engaged, which is great, um, partly probably because they don't have anything else going <laughs> on right now. But I think people are really looking for um, good local journalism. Um, so professionally, things are um, going well, except for the whole part about having to, um, do this from my house while my husband's working here and my two little kids are supposedly getting educated. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot, but, um, someone told me today who's in the same boat with another spouse and kids and the whole chaos that it's a lot better than if we were living by ourselves. If I would not want to be living solo right now. So while this family can get loud, I, I'm very appreciative of them. I, I think there are advantages to both. I think if I were living solo, I would be like, oh, God, thank God I don't have two kids that, yeah. you know, I have to deal with their education, too. And I took this week off. Part of it was, you know, mental health. Part of it was, you know, just I, I had given up a vacation and, and, you know, I knew I'd have the days. But part of it was I just want to check in with my kids. Mm-hmm. And I actually like this inside out thing you made a joke about how like I'm working so much but so much of what I'm working on is like you know planning my pillow fort and shopping (laughs) for my pizza and even these zoom meetings are like super fun I mean everybody's got good ideas the 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 problem is that this thing keeps getting bigger and bigger and then that creates a little bit more of a you know a couple extra meetings but this could be super cool I'm I'm really excited about it I think the bar's really low right now for Saturday Night Entertainment, so (laughs) (laughs) people are going to love it just because it's something to do. Yeah, and I think about it like when we sort of got started, and we've told the story before, but, you know, when we got started with the Total SF thing before it had a name, it was riding the Muni buses, and it was very much like we're riding every Muni bus in one day because, you know, I had a connection with the archive, and you wanted to impress your kid, None of it was really about celebrating San Francisco no. that I remember. It wasn't it was... talked about at all, like before. Then we realized when we were doing it, oh, wait. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of about, like, doing fun stuff and getting paid for it. <laughs> and I feel like, like, it's funny, this, this, on Saturday, 
Um, there's the Tony Bennett at noon. Mm-hmm. Everybody sings I Left My Heart in San Francisco. And then we've got our Inside Out movie night at night. I'm not explaining it well, but but I feel like we've we've come a long way since since that uh, mm-hmm. that Muni ride, and and you know, hopefully yeah. hopefully people connect with it. Yeah, I feel like as horrible as the world is right now, San Francisco is really banding together, and we seem like more of a community than we have in a long time. I've noticed whenever you know the word goes out that some really important iconic local businesses in trouble like immediately their GoFundMe's are just like you know through the roof it just happened with city like city lights bookstore which announced that it might have to close unless it got a big injection of funds and within one day people had contributed over three hundred thousand dollars and it just keeps happening again and again so i'm hopeful that the things that make san francisco still special will survive because we're all banding together to support them and kind of appreciate the city that we share i just think people need stuff to look forward to and need to be reminded, you know, why, why we care about this place and why we live here. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I, I hope to continue doing that. I, I sort of, you know, I was enjoying my career. I was having a lot of fun, but now I feel like the next whatever, 10, 15 years that I work until I retire, maybe it's going to have a little bit more of a mission to it. Mm -hmm. Cause I, I think, you know, this is something that that people are going to be feeling for a while, and and having diversions and having distractions is going to be an important thing. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So this will be a little bit of a shorter podcast, but a couple more orders of business. I wanted to get back to what would you pay for, <laughs> which was a new feature from our last podcast uh, episode, and uh, I got at least one more for you. Um, okay. Have you got one for me? Uh huh. Okay, I'm going to let you go first. Let's each do at least one, what would you pay for? Um, idea being talking about things that we can't do anymore that maybe we took for granted a little bit and then putting a money value on it, um, what you would pay to do this thing from the before times. Mm-hmm. Heather, go. How much would you pay to ride the ferry with your bike and then bike out to the Riptide, which I know is one of your favorite bars out near Ocean Beach, and get your favorite drink and listen to your favorite band? Okay. Um, Question. (laughs) Follow-up question. Um, Is it my favorite band, like, living or dead? Um, Can it be any band, or does it have to be a band that might play the Riptide? (laughs) Oh, well, since it's such a realistic game, a band that might play the Riptide. Okay, I'm going to go with the Sunset Shipwrecks, who um, do the theme song for Total SF. Um, That is the band you hear at the beginning and end. Uh, Ryan Massey, Scott Healy, and and, uh, um, they're also in one of my favorite bands, American Steel. Mm -hmm. But they could play the Riptide, um, and they're also... San Francisco guys. Mm-hmm. So now let's point out that this trip would be Riptide, I don't think has a cover and their beers are super cheap. So this mm-hmm. thing would cost like $18 before. <laughs> uh, would you pay more than $18? I would pay like $400. <laughs> Whoa. Maybe more to see that band. Big but, spender. Uh, I, would, I would pay $400. So Riptide, if you have to um, do a GoFundMe, I'm in for $400 <laughs> if you get the Sunset Show. And also, there. Riptide, if you need help, I'm finding that I'm buying every piece of merchandise businesses sell. 
I am wearing my stay home read books sweatshirt from Green Apple Bookstore right now, for example. So Riptide, if you want to make something like that, I would totally buy it. This is how locked in we are. I saw you bought that um, sweatshirt. I saw it like on your social media and I went and bought a (laughs) t-shirt so we can match at some point. Awesome. Um, we both have the uh, uh, Nate One Design um, Sutro Glow in the Dark hoodie now, which um, mine does a... not fit me right. But I do love the um, beanie with Sutro Tower that I got to match yours as well. Also okay. from him. Well, we will wear one of those tomorrow. Okay. We're going to shoot a video. Um, so I'm going to go with with 400. Now I know you're not a huge Sunset Shipwrecks fan. I mean, you don't know their catalog. I'll make you a mixtape. I'm not not you... a fan. You're not not a fan. <laughs> um, what would you pay for for that? Same thing. Um, $250. All right. Cool. Okay, so I've got one for you. Okay. Um, this is not something that in the before times would have cost a lot of money. As a matter of fact, it would have cost exactly $2.50. What would you pay right now just to ride the F-Line? Not riding it with any specific destination. You can get off at the Castro and go to the Castro. You can go to Musée Mécanique. You can go to Hard Rock Cafe if you want to do that. <laughs> I will that. not be going to Hard Rock Cafe. But it's just, what would you pay right now to ride the F-Line end-to-end, just chill, hear that bell, feel the rumble of the track, <laughs> um, see Market Street? Uh, what would you pay? I'd pay $50 for the F-Card. It's one of my favorite <laughs> Um, Muni lines, as you know. But if you had said this was on the boat tram, I oh. would say a hundred. A hundred. Fifty more for the boat tram. Yes. Um, I hope Jeffrey Tumlin is listening to this. Um, <laughs> I know they need all the money they can get. <laughs> they need all the so, money Jeffrey, they can get. I will give you a hundred dollars for a boat tram ride. Uh, cool. Good one. I, I think that's right about what I'd do. Fifty or a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good one. Um, okay, I got one more thing, but first, Heather, will you plug our movie night one more time? Because I don't think people have heard it enough. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you haven't been listening this entire episode, 7 o'clock, Saturday, April 25th, press play on Inside Out. Engage with us on Twitter and Instagram, hashtags TotalSF and SF Ruins Pizza. If you are so inclined, you can build a pillow fort beforehand, take pictures, share it there, as well as make your own pizza, take pictures, share it there. We're encouraging you to put broccoli or some other crazy vegetable on it like they do in the movie or make it look like a San Francisco landmark. So have fun and surprise us. Yeah, and it's an all-day thing. So the pizza and the pillow forts are going to be going on all day. Follow. The, it'll be on the Chronicles social media account. Um, it'll be on our social media account. We're going to be sharing all the cool stuff we find, mm-hmm. um, hoping for a surprise from Pixar. So um, just follow our accounts all day. This is an all-day thing, and then we're all going to hit play at 7 o'clock and watch a movie together. Um, Yay. Highlight of our Slack discussion today is when – I gave a major spoiler, which we've done in every episode, so I'm just <laughs> going to say it right now. Uh, I made a reference to Bing Bong's death, and one of our new social media um, kind of experts, audience engagement experts, had not seen the movie. <laughs> I totally ruined Inside Out. So apologies if we've ruined Inside Out for you, but it's still going to be fun. Um, very last thing, Heather, congratulations on your CNPA 
first place columnist award. Um, this had not happened by the last episode. And uh, very awesome. California News Publishers Association, I believe it is. First place columnist in the state for 2019. How did you celebrate, Heather? <laughs> I took a ride on the F car. I went to the Riptide. No, sadly, <laughs> I did not do any of those things. I drank wine like I do every night. But um, it was a big honor to be named columnist in in California, number one. So I'm very pleased and happy. And I was happy to get some good news because we can all use it these days. I actually went to the website and let me read what the judges said. Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is going to keep going on. So um, this is from the judges, uh, California News Publishers Association, quote, Heather's columns have in spades what so many others lack, reportage. These aren't merely writerly, they are opinion backed by fact, and the interviews with the Chowitz, Chowitz? Chowitz. Is that right? Chowitz. That was the drug addict's yeah. family that I interviewed. Mm-hmm. Clearly took a lot of investment, great work in a difficult category. Um, and your two columns were your Sidewalk Boulders column about the the uh, homelessness crisis and then uh, addict's journey from streets to sell through mother's eyes. So um, I just wanted to read that. I I thought actually that was super cool. I really like that because when I'm singing your praises, I always tell people that like she like goes out and interviews people and like is proactive. She's a reporter and a columnist at the same time. And I thought really cool that they recognize that. And congratulations to you. Thank you so much. I lift my empty glass of wine. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm not even going to make Simon and Garfunkel jokes anymore. We're now like Destiny's Child and you're <laughs> Beyonce. And I'm like Kelly Nolan, just like waiting for the hammer to fall. But, oh, uh, please. Yeah, thank you for continuing to hang out with me. And I'm excited for Saturday night. Um, we've already plugged it enough, but everybody will see you there. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram, and it's going to be a super fun night. Um, I look forward to speaking with you next week, Heather, and we can uh, we can recap and talk about <laughs> something else, too. Yay. <laughs> See you Saturday. Night. See you Saturday. You are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you to Heather Knight. Total SF is a production of the Chronicle. Our music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks off their album Community and Cable Car Bell Ringing by eight-time champion Byron Cobb. Now more than ever, support Total SF and the newsroom that creates it by signing up for a Chronicle membership at www.sfchronicle.com pod.